to Through the Mist with me, your host, Owen. This is a Void and Verse Day podcast where we will look at the law and try and understand how it all works. In this episode, we'll be looking at the move to America. Welcome to episode one of the podcast. As I said, my name is Owen and I thought before we get into this, I'll explain how I little got a little bit about how I got into the Pojo series. So I thought I'd start off with when I first read the books. So my first book, according to uh, copyright and publishing information, is released, was uh, released in 2008. So presumably it's good enough reason of when I started reading all the books. I now have 30 uh, books in total relating to the Royden the verse, so Percy Jackson, Heroes of Olympus, uh, Crane Chronicles, Agnes Chase and Toa and that will be 31 in like September-ish. Before this my first foray into the world of Percy Jackson uh, fandom was I tried to come up with a timeline and I was struggling uh, with relation to all the books. I was struggling for a long time and then eventually uh, thanks to a handy guy called Will Simpson who I found it started a timeline but was not up to date anymore. 2018 I have been, since 2018, I have been updating a timeline where it's mainly done in relation to the other books. So when all the Pojo books take place in relation to the King Chronicles, for example. So uh, that's me. This is F- that's everything I've done in Pojo. But a little more detail about what this podcast will look like. as I mentioned like a very small little bit ago, the idea about this podcast is to delve into the law and try and come up with theories that make the Royden verse work. How how all the gods can live in one place. What what's up with these world wars? And in today's episode, how the Greek pantheon moved to America. But I just want to mention that this is we're not gonna try and look at like uh, main, it's gonna be law theories mainly and with your help hopefully we can come up with loads of ideas and talk through them. So, since that's all out of the way, let's get into today's theory. So today's theory is how the Greek pantheon moved to America. And so, before we get any further, I'd like to just point out there's going to be minor spoilers for both Pojo, Who and the Toa series is Ziz, 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 however you say it. Um, so you've been warned if, but I feel like if you're listening to this podcast, you have a good enough understanding of all of this anyway. So yes, that is it. Moving to America. So let's start off with what we are given from the books. So we know for a fact that the heart from the books that the Olympus, because I think we'll start with Olympus, I think. Olympus follows, and the Greek pantheon, they follow wherever the heart of the West, the heart of Western civilization, wherever that being is strongest. And we know that they moved to America prior to the American Civil War in 1861, and that's uh, thanks to the uh, who books that we know this. Um, I would like to point out now as well that I am British, therefore do not know much about uh, early American history. 
So if I get something wrong, it's because the internet told me that way. So fair. Um, before we get into the when, let's talk about the how. So how does an entire mythological basis move countries, move across the world? I believe that this is a slow process. It's highly unlikely that suddenly you wake up and everything has moved all at once. So I think that one one item moves, mainly the gods and Olympus, their floating mountain home, uh, moves, and then everything else starts to follow. I think the monsters come over because, well, there's no more, there's less demigods being born in one place as the yummy demigods are now in a different place. And then magical items, the entrance to the underworld, Mount Oethus, uh, the garden at the bottom, the garden with the golden apples, I can't remember what it's called, can't bother to find a book. Um, that All of that moves over at a slower pace, And but Olympus, the floating Olympus, is the first thing to move. Now, like I said, when? And where was it before? I think that's a good place to start, aren't you? So, highly likely that before it was in the States, it was in Britain. And this is because, you know, Royal Britannia, British Empire. Let's do this thing. Um, Yeah, so it's most likely in Britain. And it probably coincided with the first half of the British Empire, which is usually stated to be from 1583 to 1783, when the American colonies were lost. If, or the American gain independence, whichever one you prefer. Um, so yeah, so that's most likely where it was before. And what probably happened is when the colonies gained independence, they started to become a bigger identity, and the ideas, the beliefs of the West started to switch and go that way. While Britain started to look east, and to Nick and Nine from King Chronicles. Other gods, I know American probably had got its own, Native Americans had their own gods, but, but, you know, I don't, like I said, don't know much about history. So Olympus probably moved, yes, uh, Olympus probably, as I said, the first thing to move across, and what probably happened before Olympus moved is the gods started to feel a bigger connection to this place. Didn't have a name yet, but it was just the Americas, and... They started to spend more time there until one day Olympus started to crumble away from wherever it's at Britain, I don't know, the Big Ben or whatever, started to crumble away and reform over what would become New York City. Um, And I believe, so this uh, gives us, if we have these few dates we got, so the American Civil War and the loss and the American War for Independence, I can say we have about 53 years between 1783 and 1836, if you, so make sure there's some adult demigods. Um, uh, yeah, we have 53 years where Olympus and everything else crashed and burned and disappeared from Britain and reappeared over in the States. So as I just mentioned, Olympus moved over to New York. Why not Washington, D.C., which is the capital of the country. So I think to answer that, we've got to look at the history of New York and how it all fits in with the rest of this uh, creation of the state. 
So New York City was one of the largest cities within the empire, within the British Empire before uh, the independence war and all that stuff. And it was a major port for many years. And all the ideas of the West coming from Europe, from the European countries, was brought over and probably started, and then they started their journey from New York and spread across the rest of America. So it was a hub of Western influence in America. Um, and also, apparently, it was the first capital of the States, even though I don't think it was very long before it moved to Philadelphia. And then I don't know where it went from there. But yeah, so I think that's why, I think that's a very good reasoning for why New York became the hub for Olympus is because everyone from the West, where all the culture is being brought from, more than likely the majority of those people started their journey across the rest of the states from New York. So it's the hub of the Western culture. It was where the gods felt the most at home in this new world. But then, if we're saying that if they moved to New York before 1836, the Empire State Building was only constructed, finished, finished construction on the 11th of May, 1931. So how was the entrance to Olympus there if it had moved beforehand? That doesn't make sense, does it? Well, now here's the fun part. So, as I said, New York, cultural hub, Western hub. So Olympus was probably above what became New York City for a long, long time. And I think it's a good good theory that uh, that whatever the mortals, uh, us, average humans, non-demigods, thought of, when they thought New York, what was the first in their mind? Like, I'd, like today, I'd say it's the Statue of Liberty, Empire State Building, maybe Brooklyn Bridge. Um, but that's just me. <laughs> uh, those key thoughts about the world and what they when they say new york city what's the first thing you picture of i think that's where uh wherever that was at whatever time the entrance to olympus was also there and this is one of the reasons why i ended up in the empire state building is because almost straight after it was built so it's the last of these big three skyscrapers to be built in this in new york city it was the tallest ever in the world at the time and because of all that it became an icon of the city almost immediately still is to this day which is why i think olympus can still be said to be there and it was just it was it was it people thought new york city thought of the empire state building and because of that such a strong link to the mortal world and the and the beliefs of the mortal of humanity that Olympus decided, right then, I'm going to have my entrance in this building and we're going to float right above it on the 600th floor. So now the majority of the historical information has been used up and, and, and Olympus, we've placed that and we've worked out why it's where it is. We've got, oh, let's look at some other different parts of this universe. And I think a great place to look is the camps and how they themselves decided to move. So, uh, uh, in whom it is mentioned that the Romans can completely take down their camp and rebuild it extremely quickly. And for this reason, I think it's a good assumption that these American camps, well, now they're Camp Jupiter and Camp Half-Blood, were built completely from scratch 
with nothing, uh, with yeah, with nothing, no new materials there. And so I think when they, so how did, if they were built completely from scratch and weren't magically brought and over, built by the demigods themselves, the question is how did the demigods get there? I think that uh, few of them would have stayed behind in Britain, but I think the younger ones, people that were 12 to was it 16-ish is the worst years for a demigod, according to uh, Magnus Chase. Some of that lot went over by ship on the quest of Chiron and Looper independently, went over on their ships and, uh, and decided to settle into this new world in these locations. So what Chiron, Chiron's saying, camp up at Long Island is pretty simple, really. Olympus is floating over New York and they have a good idea that this is where it's going to stay. And so Kyron goes and tries to look out to some, somewhere relatively nearby, not too far away, but also absolutely clear of mortals. And, you know, they've never seen a really big city before. It's highly unlikely that mortals will ever come over to Long Island and they'll stay in New York and its port. And if they do, only be like a couple of farmhouses. Um, so they sit up in the Camp Arthur Valley, build the big house, build their cabins, build the amphitheater, find Zeus's fist, and bada-bim, bada-boom, they are out of the way, less likely to have mortals enter camp, even if, uh, yeah, less likely to have mortals in camp, and but close enough to Olympus, where if they need to go and protect it, they are there, and they are ready and willing to help. The Romans, on the other hand, have to end up in California now. How do they end up there? Why do they end up there? So we know from the books that they like the western side of things because Rome was in the west of the empire, uh, the Roman Empire, and they, they have this uh, weird Greek obsession about the east. And both camps knew about each other at this point, so Chiron, so they knew where the Greeks were setting up in New York, so they went, we're going to get as far away from them as possible. And probably Luper thought this too, and Chiron thought it's probably best to help uh, reduce the amount of wars that happen between them, even though, you know, American Civil War. Looper properly uh, told them, or pushed them in the direction to go towards California, as the gods had already, as Mount Oethus uh, had already moved on top of Mount Tam, and uh, so they were trying to, she, she was probably like, oh my Romans, why don't you go westward towards roughly here, so, you know, and the gods were like, yeah, make them do that, so they're looking out for Mount Oethus and making sure that, you know, if anyone decides to come back, we'll spot them quickly. Um, so they went westward and uh, ended up in California, in the valley, uh, where the little tibber ran through. I don't even know whether the little tibber is an entire other story about what that is, um, but whether it appeared because the Romans chose a spot or whatever. But then they rebuilt the camp and started to build new Rome, the aqueducts, their sewer systems, and the rest of it. And uh, and this this movement of the Romans west from the east probably uh, helped influence the slow gradualization and the uni unif unification of the different states in the US with the ones travelling from east to west, even though this probably took longer than the Romans actually took to travel the country, but who knows, Massive group of demigods could have been many monsters, and also they end up in California. California is the first uh, state to become part of the states, so you know, 
that's probably an influence. Who knows? And I think this slow unification of the states is probably part of the reason that Alaska is beyond the gods because, you know, long, long time to join the union. about what I've just talked through in however many minutes. I can't see the time. I'm just looking at my notes. So we have 53 years where the entire Greek pantheon and all its associated mythology moves from most likely that it's a home in uh, in Great Britain, thankfully in part British Empire, and it moves across over to the America within the space of 53-ish years from 1783 to 1836. And Olympus, first of all, Olympus moves, plonks itself over New York, which is a major hub and port for the rest of the world. And it's where most of the European influences is starting to spread throughout the Americas. And, uh, and then the camps decide to move across and everyone moves across and everyone's happy. And that is today's theory of the move to America. Thank you so much for indulging this theory. If you have any comments on this theory or theories of your own that you'd like me to discuss, email them through to through.t.miss gmail.com follow uh, follow the instagrams at through underscore mist uh hopefully you enjoyed it and it wasn't too weird as i said uh, if you have any comments on the theory i'd like to discuss them in the next episode so please please email them through uh, at through.t.mist at gmail.com rate follow subscribe do all the things i've been on and uh, hopefully you come back next time as we try to see Hey, do you get it? Do you get why it's called that now? Yeah, cool. Bye. <laughs>